Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. We are in Proverbs 28, looking at verse 3 through 4. So let's jump right into Scripture and talk about it. I'm really enjoying this chapter. Um, this is a very good chapter. And Solomon, as he's done all throughout Proverbs, is giving us practical wisdom that always has um, uh, spiritual wisdom within it. And uh, that's what we're looking at this morning. So verse 3 says, A poor man who oppresses the poor is a beating rain that leaves no food. Now, rain can be a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing. And many farmers can tell you that from experience that uh, they need rain. The crops need rain in order for things to grow and to produce the fruit of the crop. Uh, you have to have water, right? But if you have too much water, then it can actually kill and damage the crop rather than nourish it. Now, this verse here isn't just specifically talking about poor people in a financial sense, okay? This can can obviously be translated to be understood as as your neighbor, people who are on the same in the same boat as you. All right. Another good analogy would would be, you know, if four people are in a boat rowing, and they're trying to get to a destination, they need to work together as a team, right? To row and and row as fast as they possibly can, and and work together in order to get to their destination. But if they turn on one another and begin beating each other with their paddles rather than rowing together, they're going to sit in one spot and only harm each other, right? So that's the idea behind verse 3 here. Loving one another, serving each other is what's going to get us through. It's going to get us ahead. It's what's going to move us on. And that's why the second greatest commandment is to love others more than you love yourself. If people are actually doing that, if people genuinely care about their neighbors, the people around them more than they care about themselves, then the world would be a very different place. And in a world where everyone loved God most and everyone put each other before themselves, that would be a very peaceful world, right? That would be a world with no sin. You wouldn't sin if you love God more than anything. And if you love others before yourself, you would never do any harm to anyone. You would always be trying to lift them up and serve them. And so the idea here is that we need to be there for one another. We need to lift each other up. We need to, to um, serve one another. But always remember that we don't, we don't put others before we put God. Okay, God comes first. That is the one greatest commandment, to love God more than anything, even more than other people. And if some people choose a path of sin, that does not mean you conform to approve of that sin in their life, because in doing that, you then, you then put them before God. Because if God said it was a sin, then you serve God first. So sometimes in those cases, you have to stand and say, I'm sorry, but I cannot approve. I love you, but I cannot approve of what you're doing and the choices you are making in your life because God doesn't. And he comes first. I love you. I'll be there for you, but I cannot conform and approve of what you are doing. All right, verse four. 
Verse 4 says, Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law strive against them. Now Solomon goes right along with the rest of Scripture. It is very, very black and white, left and right. It's either one or the other. There is no in-between here. There is no gray area, so to speak, right? Um, You can't straddle the fence. You're either on one side or the other. If you forsake the law, okay, then you are praising the wicked. You are putting wickedness before you are putting before righteousness, right? Okay? So if you reject any part of God's commandments, then you are embracing sin and wickedness. That's the idea here. Okay, there is there is no picking and choosing what you want to be obedient to in God's word. Okay? Now, if God says this is wrong, then you must also be obedient to that and affirm that it is wrong. If God says that it's good, then you must also be obedient and say that it is good and stand on that. Okay? There is no in-between. You can't serve two masters. Okay? You can't serve two masters because you're always going to give favor for one of them. One of them is always going to end up getting, getting more affection than the other. It does not work right? So it's either serving the Lord, be obedient to his word, or rejecting the Lord, okay? Those who keep the law strive against the wickedness, okay? If you keep the law, you will not stand with sin. You will not approve of the sin that other people want you to approve of, okay? And that is your only option. Now, you might look at this and say, well, hold on a second, Tom. This is Old Testament writing, Okay, this is before the New Testament's written. There's a lot of Old Testament laws that were written for the Jews that came from God that we as Christians don't follow today, right? There's a lot of them. For example, like eating certain foods because they had a kosher law to eat certain certain kosher foods. There's some things they couldn't eat yet. We eat all that today. We love our barbecue. They didn't eat pork back then. And other ones like, you know, well, some Christians are getting tattoos, and they're getting tattoos that that have scripture and stuff on them. And uh, most people are okay with that, but back then, to put markings on your body was a sin. So what is right to follow and what is not right to follow? Well, many of those laws that were in the Old Testament that the that the Jews held to back then, even during this um, Solomon's time, many of them were in the New Testament affirmed or rejected through some of the apostles. For example, that happened when it came to eating. There was a a situation in scripture where one of the apostles had a dream and God came to them, told them that the food is good to eat. They don't have to eat kosher anymore. So had that not happened in the New Testament, then many, many Christians today would probably be holding to a kosher diet. But since that was, um, that was confirmed as being okay, then it's okay to eat food. But there were many others that were not given the okay, okay? There's a lot that were not given the okay, right? Such as stealing, 
and lying <laughs> and murder and other ones like that, right? <laughs> they were not done away with. They are still expected to be followed because they all stem from the two greatest commandments. Paul even makes a, a mention that he will be all things to all people for the sake of the gospel. So what Paul was saying in that is that there are some things that he would do for the sake of getting them to see the gospel, but there were still some things that he would not cross the line on because they were direct sins, okay? And so there's, there's a lot more in discussion in that that I could take a whole lot more time talking about it, but at the end of the day, there's a difference between seeing things confirmed and things being done away with in the Old Testament law and you just picking and choosing as an individual today what you want to follow and what you don't want to follow. Scripture always backs up um, obedience. Okay, Scripture will always back up what is right and what is wrong. All right, thank you for joining me this morning. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, seek first a relationship with God. Seek first a relationship with God and then serve other people and love them more than you love yourself. Have a blessed day. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.